0: Ottawa is currently the coldest capital city in the world. We're really? colder than oh countries in Russia. That so I'm going to Russia next
1: week. Ottawa so
0: colder. is colder. Ottawa's colder. Because I'm really? looking at Moscow. Ottawa's the like, coldest no capital way. city in the world. I got the news headline. I put it on Instagram. You're just not watching my Instagram. That's not.
2: Congratulations. Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's so awesome. awesome. I am, that so I am awesome. happy
0: to take that.
2: Sorry for saying. Sorry, Media presents the Purr Podcast, the best podcast for feline medicine and surgery, with tips, tricks, and updates for the entire veterinary healthcare team. If you're dying to know more about cats, keep on listening. Here are your hosts, Dr. Susan Little, famous cat vet and textbook author, and Dr. Yola Kerpenstein, talented surgeon and social media geek. Hello,
3: this is Dr. Yola Kerpenstein. And?
0: And it's Dr. Susan Little, who missed her cue.
3: (laughs) Yes, she kind of did. So it starts really good because we have also video now. So uh, this is going to be really exciting. We are here, and this is the only time that we're going to say this, at VMX.
0: Yes, we are at VMX in Orlando, Florida.
3: Orlando, Florida. And uh, we love it. Did you eat your oysters yet?
0: No, I arrived too late last night. Yeah, you came
3: in really late. I did. Uh,
0: Because I was in another place for a board meeting.
3: Oh, I was in yeah, California so, for a board meeting. You didn't so. know, you know I, like, I, I, another place. Yeah. Yeah, so, and I, then, I,
0: I blanked for a <laughs> minute. And then, yeah,
3: yeah, and this fits really well in her uh, New Year's resolution of traveling less. So uh, congratulations, Susan, uh, with your resolution.
0: It, so far, so good.
3: <laughs> so last year, as, I
0: traveled too much.
3: As a matter yeah. of fact, you're already up at the same level as I am, six flights.
0: It's early. I have time to even it out. The first
3: two weeks in January. It's early. Oh my God, indeed. indeed. We'll be okay. We have a fantastic guest.
0: Yes, we do. We're very pleased that Dr. Mary Gardner is with us today from Uh, Lap lap of Love. love. I was thinking where I live. (laughs) That's that's
1: okay, too. We were talking about Ottawa and California. (laughs) That's okay, too.
0: By Lab, lab of, of Love, love.
3: which, which it's has starting to be already, like, really know,
0: the best company name ever.
3: Yeah.
1: It is, and I give kudos to Danny for coming up with oh, that. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Danny and
3: your partner. Yes,
1: sorry, yes. my partner. We need Lovely. to have Danny
3: on we did. the podcast, too. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, we had Sheila on the podcast, and that was a eye-opener. It was yeah. fantastic. I love we her. We learned a lot. And she said we need to talk about Lab of Love. So yes. uh, don't steal all her... Uh, because we want her back. So oh, she's back. Yes. Yeah, and, You and, can't get enough of that one. No, not yeah. exactly. She's so, tiny, but...
1: Can I, can
0: I just say, yeah. it was so uh, smart of you to hire your former professor oh, as your
1: medical director. That's I know. Good. It was Quite very a smart. Coup. I fell Who in does? love with her when I had our first lecture. And um, so the next lecture that we had, because I learned she was from Scotland, of course, during the lecture. And I had just gone to Scotland that summer. So I came in like all my Scottish gear <laughs> so that way I could be teacher's pet. You're like fangirling. I was a fangirl in, 19, in 2005. Before there was no a fangirl Before there was a fangirl Okay,
3: can you describe that outfit a little bit? Well,
1: <laughs> it, was, it was actually a Motherswell Mother's uh, rugby shirt. So it was just a rugby shirt. But yeah. what, I did, what was sad is that the colors were of um, the Seminoles. So the University of Florida's like nemesis is, yeah. like is, is <laughs> Florida State, and I am not a football person at all, especially college football, and I just, so. so I go in there, and I'm all for Sheila, <laughs> yeah, and yeah. my whole class, class is like, <laughs> is like <laughs> yes, because I was in the enemy's colors, how to make friends, but, uh-huh. yeah, that's but you know what, I got Sheila, so. you yes, did, at the end, at, at the, the end, end. Good, on out well. <laughs> so
3: good on you, see, so any story can turn, Back to good. Yeah. At a certain point. yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, mm-hmm. we always start
1: with uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah. Oh, okay. So mm-hmm. um, I'm originally from New York. And we want to say where I'm from. So uh, New York City. Okay. This is the this is the problem with New York City. <laughs> right, is that I am not from New York City. So then yeah. immediately people say, oh, you're from upstate. Oh, upstate. And so, but up, okay, so if this is, if this is uh, New York and, and Okay, the she's kind here. of
3: pointing it out. We're on the podcast, so I need yeah. to Okay, yeah,
1: explain. a big square. A big okay, square, yeah. and then the, the, you know, like a, like a dog's tongue, New York City yes. sticks out. Uh, yes. Right, all right, yes. Yeah. So my father worked in Manhattan, so I lived at the very corner edge of, of New York State. So I'm not really upstate, I'm downstate, but I'm up from the city. Yes.
3: So you, on the base of the tongue.
1: Base of the top. Yes, exactly. Okay. And right. I'm that sure there's sense. a very official name for that spot. But anyway, right. so that's and so um, that's where the papillae are. <laughs> right, I'm, I'm you're, I'm you're trying right. to put it into that's a very to sound smart. He's yeah, a, <laughs> I don't like this He's a already.
0: <laughs> he knows his We're, anatomy. Yes, We're already uh,
1: going somewhere I don't like to go. Really smart, hmm. but. So, um, anyway, so as good New Yorkers do, we moved to Florida and so, <laughs> so I moved to Florida uh, when I was younger and then uh, went to school actually to become a Marine scientist. I had no idea to no become, kidding. I did not no want to be a vet. Way. Yeah. No, I didn't, I didn't think of veterinary, uh, to be a veterinarian because huh. I grew up just, you know, our, our, dare I say our dog was outside, mm. you know, tied to sure. the dog sure. house. Sure. Like it was, that's mm. what it was. Mm. I don't, my cat's. Died probably on the road for all I know. Like I don't know. Like that wasn't a part of my, my life. I'm older, so I'm 46. So um, that was you know I'm in a generation where it wasn't like the whole family went to the vet clinic together. Yep. So um, I 46
3: to... is by the way very young for
1: us. <laughs> <laughs> but listen, we're not millennials or anything right, like that. Right, so right, 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 like, right, right, it right. just but we're in a, I'm in a time frame where that just wasn't yeah. a yes, thing. So I anyway. I wanted to be, though, a dolphin trainer, to be honest. Oh, oh I no! love it. It's a dolphin trainer. Flipper. Flipper. That's because <laughs> that was Flipper was that. So I'm like, yes, I'm going to be that cute girl in the little spandex thing. And yeah, and you're going to train I'm Flipper. I'm going to train Flipper, which is, is like, horrible for animal yeah. But let's just, <laughs> all on. Right, Work with it. So when I go to school it's for marine, yeah. So when I go to school for marine science, I realize, oh, this sucks because it's all about <laughs> it salinity and plate tectonics. And <laughs> there is in my no flavor, you know, in med school where you have like a half a hot second on poultry medicine. Okay, yes. that's about as much of dolphin as I know. <laughs> so. Um, you know, life always takes you in a weird direction. So I actually ended up in software when I graduated.
0: <laughs> Completely logical. All
1: right. I get so the connection. Marine biology,
3: right. software, software.
1: So my it's in my it's in my family genes. So my mm. father owned a software company, ah. mm. and I am a chatty Kathy. So um, my sister was vice president of the company, and she's like, you know, you'd be a really good software trainer. And she's like, you're not doing really what you want to do anyway. I was working for a maritime lawyer. Mm. Long story there. So. Um, I was like, all right, uh, that sounds good. I could travel and speak and whatever. So I trained the software for about two years. And then, um, so I was able to travel the world in my twenties doing the software training and learning so many different company, um, how they set themselves up and just logistics. So it was an, it's a, uh, I'll use big words, too, now, like you use papillae. okay? <laughs> yes. Omnichannel. Omni-channel, omnichannel. Love love channel order fulfillment, that. oh, okay? Wonderful. So, that's uh, omnichannel. Yeah, yeah, so just the logistics and production of order processing, which I actually still enjoy. So I know that's very dorky of me. But um, at any rate, so then I became a software designer, so not a coder. So I don't code software at all, but I could, I could design a package mm-hmm. uh, what, what something needs to be done. So I did that in total for about 10 years. And so my dog that I had through college and then my workforce when I was traveling mm. was, um, being babysat by my brother and his brother, my brother's Rottweiler attacked her. And oh. so for three weeks, she was in and out of a, of a vet clinic. That was really my first good experience mm-hmm. with a, with a vet clinic and she she passed unfortunately and so that just put me into a world of grief oh no and I was uh, I said you know what I think I want to go back to school and see if I can help families that love their pets as much as I did so the death of my pet is why I wow. left a career and at 31 I started vet school so I was a little bit oh, older and um I was sixth oldest in my class or something like that so I had a lot in common with my, with my, they were like, let's go out and, you know, party <laughs> yeah. and I'm just like, well, wait a second. Let's, let's look at the ROI on that. Yeah. And, uh,
0: <laughs>
1: at any rate. So, um, so that's how I went into vet school. And, uh, I really liked the fact that, that I was able to have a whole other career yeah. and meet that so many awesome. cool, cool companies and people. And, and I learned so much from that part of my life yeah. and you
3: I- leverage the omni channel.
1: Yeah, Yeah. i never thought i'd be sitting here today being able to say that i know i love that (laughs) that's awesome there is
0: something to be said for um that late i i entered vet school like at 29 ish okay cool yeah i'm struggling because i (laughs) later than my classmates let's just leave it five years later than average because i had a career in wait for it mortgage insurance
2: it's so cool. I, no. I, I, mean, no. I knew it. I knew it. I, wait a minute. I, I,
1: Maybe not exciting, mortgage no. insurance, no. but no. so cool that you had a whole separate career. Like, we so learned so much from I you. had
3: two thoughts because when you said, wait a minute, wait a minute. I was like, I either a mortgage phone. or undertaker. No. I, I was like, going to yeah, say undertaker because yeah. then it would
1: make sense yeah. that I'm here today. <laughs> okay. I don't yeah. know
3: how that connects so, with me. So how is the mortgage insurance? How is it? Yeah, so I mean, now I'm really intrigued. I, I didn't know. even know that about you. So,
0: we're not going to do a podcast on mortgage <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> No, it's like when people need to borrow a large amount of money mm. relative to the value of the home. This is in Canada. I don't know in the U.S. Mm. Um, uh, banks or, or trust companies want insurance mm-hmm. against you defaulting. You know, I I know. Oh, for oh, mortgage insurance
1: company, that was as hard
3: as. I know. There I'm you go. Like wow, yes, we so so from very... papilla I'm, I'm to omnichannel <laughs> to I'm amazed insurance.
0: after like 30 years, I can still explain what mortgage mm-hmm. insurance mm-hmm. is. Love it. Yeah. So there you go.
1: I think we you can benefit so much from being in a different industry. Yeah. Before going into vet school.
3: Okay, so now you need to guess mine. Did oh, you have a, it, a of I course. did because I didn't, you know, in Holland mm. you have to go through a lottery, and I missed. I, I didn't get elected. There's so it a was, lottery it was, system. Yeah, so it, it was ah. a lottery system. So you had luck, and there were like 1,200 students, and they only choose uh, 200. So it's one to six, and then we had high grades. It was a little lower, but you know, mm. so the first year I was wow. uh, kicked out, I do? and I did a whole year of, Okay, a year, one year. Okay, wait, 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 wait. Was it an
1: office job though? Like you No, sung? no, I
3: went to university.
0: Oh, you did some other uh, oh, course subject? Oh,
1: subject. Okay, this was very different than a workforce. Okay, subject, okay. Yeah, but I mean, I think you will, after I tell you what I was, it probably will. Oh, I like be that. I like that. Enough. I was going with like marketing, but that was just silly. I like me. I want to, I'm,
3: I'm I, double back. I didn't do omnichannel. No, you're
1: right. I want nothing to do with science though. It, I think it's um, nothing yeah. with science. yeah. So, I'm, I'm, ah, oh, that was so good. Yeah. History. You're right! Oh, yes! yes! Yeah, no. yeah right. oh, no I wanted to be an archaeologist. Yo, I have a minor in archaeology. I
3: love it. I want to be archae- As a matter of fact, I wanted to be an Egyptologist. Yeah, and yeah, I've, been Egypt. lo- I've been to Egypt. I've been to Egypt. You know, this Connect this the podcast goes, goes, goes. It over was, here today, was, but it's You the know, I wanted to be an Egyptologist, and so you had to do archaeology. But before you could go into archaeology studies. You had to do three years of history. Yes. Which was a big mistake because, you know, I, I didn't care about any of the modern history, and the first couple of years, was only modern history. It drove me nuts. Economics mm. and modern history.
1: Mm. I like economics
3: then. Point in my life.
1: You were I not. Think. You were not into it. I was not into it. So, so that's it. History. I so. love oh it. My, gosh. Mm-hmm. my father is a shipwreck diver. Now that he's he's always done that for his entire life. And now that he's retired, he lives in the Bahamas, and that's all he does. And it's always interesting for to see him go through his research. Yeah. And that's finding, awesome. you know. So anyway, I like that too. Very wow. Cool. Okay. Yeah.
3: This is really cool. So uh, <laughs> sorry, that yeah, was the side yeah. road. <laughs> <Yeah. on. laughs> I love this. I think, stuff. I think the advantage of doing a whole year of history and not paying that much attention to the studies was that I kind of partied a lot and I was done with partying. Maybe when you got out of When your, I started with vet school, I was very serious. You were serious. ready. I was one I was of the right, serious yeah. students. And yeah. before that, I was this party idiot. Yeah. yeah.
0: So you got out of your system. Yeah. So it was good. you just like buckled down. So
3: and now, you know, and then when I retire, I go back to the party. Uh, <laughs> agree, you know. Full right. circle. Full <laughs> yes, circle. Exactly. Full, full so force. Just like your dad. Yeah. yeah. Full yeah. circle.
2: All right. The WinFeline Foundation has been funding cat health studies for 51 years. If you have a cat or have ever treated a cat, nearly everything we know was once funded by this nonprofit totaling about $6.5 million, from understanding retroviruses, FELV and FIV, to more recently targeting gene defects responsible for HCM in the ragdoll and Maine Coon breeds. The WinFeline Foundation Pet Memorial Program offers veterinary professionals an opportunity to reassure clients that their beloved cats have not been forgotten, and those dollars support health studies that benefit the lives of all cats. Contributions totaling $150 or more, receive a certificate suitable for framing or display in your clinic. Imagine being able to treat kidney disease more effectively, using stem cell therapy to cure stomatitis, or drugs that treat FIP are actually within grasp. Consider your support in telling your clients about the WinFeline Foundation and a free newsletter at winfelinefoundation.org. So anyway,
1: so that's, uh, that's how my life you know progress to become a vet and then i was in general practice for uh, for not very long when i started to just not feel like that's the impact i wanted to make and and i was like you know we don't have to just i don't want to say just general practice cuz general mm. practice is amazing so i don't mean to no, say that there's but many there's ways so many ways to options, be a vet 100% so i was yeah. like eh. because of my technology background i was starting to think about going into industry work yeah mm. and so i was actually getting interviewed by Muriel. Oh, And right. so uh Um, So Danny called me though. So my vet school, uh, you know, fellow graduate um, was uh, Danny McVitie. and so she was doing emergency work up in Tampa. And I, awesome Danny McVitie. The uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. sorry. Yes. Um, I didn't know we had all these. Mm. What am I before awesome? Amazing. amazing. Okay, okay. (laughs) Um,
3: (laughs) and we're on the couch here, so we're getting very close. I know, very
1: close. So she was doing emergency work in Tampa and on the side doing in-home hospice and euthanasia. So, uh-huh. so as you know, a lot of a lot of emergencies end in euthanasia. Yes. And yeah. so that was um, something that she was very good at, let's say. And the reason the lap of Love name came not to steal her thunder one day when you get on here, but it was because somebody didn't want to let go of her, their pet. And so she said, like, can you do it right here in my lap? Uh-huh. So she tells the story way better than I do. So I'll let her ever uh-huh. tell that story. But um, so you know mm. there was other veterinarians doing in home euthanasia, mm. of course, mobile sure. vets, but also solely sure. in home end of life care. So she was doing it in Tampa, and we had uh, one or two in South Florida where I'm from um, that were doing it. So I never really thought much of it. So she's like, hey, you know, I'm doing this. I'm doing maybe 25 appointments a month or something like yeah. that. She's handwriting everything, drug logs and notice all this stuff. So she's like, maybe there's some way you could build software for me that oh. could oh. that yes, could enhance the, software. Yes, yes, the software, right? So, um, she's like, and all these vets always call me to ask questions about what drugs to use, what, you know, clippers, you know, how do you get them in the car? What do you do with them afterwards? All this stuff. So she's like, and and so her idea was maybe to grow it larger and see, you know, see what we can do. Because if you're a solo vet doing in-home euthanasia, Mm -hmm. you are tied to your phone, you're, you know, answering the phone and saying no to someone rips your soul. Yes. You know, because they're so desperate. A lot yeah. of times they're a large dog and you hear it mm-hmm. screaming in the background and you have to say no because you're with your family or something. So if we could take that off of them and do the, the marketing and, yeah. and the logistics and answering yeah. the phones, like that was the goal. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, so I sat with her for like two days straight just noodling over this idea. And I'm like, so I love logistics and no, figuring out how to see full circle, like yeah. omni-channel. Yeah. So Me <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, yeah, So new words. Word. So I said, okay, I love this idea, and also the fact that I became a vet because I lost my dog. Yes. Um, I could. I could appreciate that um, loss and what it means yes. to a family. You know, and um, so I said, and if I can make that appointment a little bit better, then I've come full circle. And this so is such fun. an awesome story. It? Like, it, it is yeah. so because people like, how do you know you go to vet school and all you do is euthanize animals, mm-hmm. and you know isn't that a waste? And you know I'll hear that, and so I'm like, first off, I talk more medicine mm-hmm. than than you'd realize, and it's mm-hmm. a lot of times the uncertain, like I don't know what's wrong with them. What do you think? And then you have to go over differentials just mm-hmm. on the fly, yeah. and and it doesn't matter because we're still going to do what we're there to do, but it yeah. just helps them get rid of their guilt, yeah. right? And yeah. so freeing them from the guilt that they should never have had in the first place yeah. is, is so nice to be able to, to do. So anyway, so that was uh, August of 2010 is when I started that. So she started about a year earlier. And so that was, you know, eight, eight and a half years ago. Mm-hmm. And That's so then, so I was South Florida, she was Tampa, and then boop, 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 we started to grow. And so here we are today, we have 130 veterinarians. Um, it might be like one plus, plus minus two. I don't know. It's like depending on, the, like we're always onboarding them. So I don't know oh where God. we are. And then um, in 60 locations. And in 2018, we, we helped just shy of 50,000 families. Oh my God. 50, Five zero. Five zero. 50,000 50, families. Wow. And we have 65 full-time, wonderful care coordinators that answer the phones and help. Amazing. About 600 phone calls a day.
3: And it's only the U.S. Or currently,
1: we're only the U.S., but, but we going named going it Lava up International. Oh, like <laughs> it, like it. And um, yeah, so it's been great working with Danny because the both of us have different skill sets or, or things that we like. Mm. Yeah, she is so much more articulate. So she should probably be on this podcast. <laughs> But um and just a Sorry, Danny, for phrase. anything she says. Sorry. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. There's a disclaimer that should be running yeah, yeah. across. Right, yeah, right, right. across like, the the video. Anything she says has nothing to do with the animated yeah. thoughts <laughs> 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 or wishes <laughs> or whatever it is. Yeah. Um so anyway, so she has such good skills in in, in that and how to say things. That's why she's um, you know, in charge of, if you will, the call center because how we answer the phone and how we um, you know, have those phone calls is so important. And so she's very good at that. And so I liked still, again, the logistics of how, you know, what crematories do you use? What happens when we do, you know, have multiple pets at one time, like all the, the, the what ifs. Um, so it's been, it's been a great ride. So are a... you an Excel sheep? Oh, oh my God. Oh. Okay. If you want a pivot table later, <laughs> <laughs> she
3: can that's a date. A, that's a date.
1: She can show you a few Excel tricks. I, I love sure.
2: okay. like, I love Excel. Data. Google Sheets
1: still. Okay, Google Sheets yes, but they don't have as much cool no, formatting, no, so it's, so it's not so, right. so, so so right. it's limited, so Google yeah. if you're listening, yes. <laughs> work on it. So yeah. <laughs> it's frustrating cuz I'll build this awesome spreadsheet in, yeah. in it. So the first okay, so she also had a website already, but we yeah. needed to make it multi-location, right? Nice. And so yeah. I was like, I want to do it like a CVS store locator. So you go okay. to the website, oh, yeah. you That's put in awesome. your zip code, and yeah. if we service your area, then that comes up, right? That's and so awesome. we have to then take, okay, this is in, you know, let's say Philadelphia. What is a radius of Philadelphia that is not 40 miles, which we normally do in a semi-urban area like South Florida, let's say, but mm-hmm. Philly's congested. Mm-hmm. So yeah. really that should be a 20-mile radius because mm-hmm. it's just reality. So these are all the things that I could think of at night. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. What was my – oh, so the first – website that I ever like conceptually built and the software to was in Excel because I just made it like okay if I hit this
2: Tab ah. on the website,
1: hyperlink to the sheet, and this so that that sheet would then look like the page that I wanted to be. So wow. I used Excel in a different way. To plan yeah, it.
0: To plan I think you're the first person I've ever heard. And,
3: that. And, all and, and just for the podcast again, she is smiling. She's yeah. Radiant, yeah. radiant. I love it. I love it.
1: Just <laughs> seeing Excel and she lights <laughs> up. Yeah. yeah. So I was saying next week I'm going to Moscow because our programmers are actually in Moscow, mm-hmm. so I get to work with them and. I love when veterinarians are like, "Oh, we're such a bunch of introverts," you know. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, "You wait, you sit in a room with like Russian programmers.
3: <laughs> You're the extrovert." Okay. Yeah, I'm like, oh, I am like,
1: they're scared of me. I'm so extroverted, like,
3: that is I'm like crazy. double.
1: I but, see. But, but all the programmers that I worked with in my first career were here in the United States, and they're they're very introverted. Yeah. You know, they've got their headphones on yeah, with their like yeah. Star Wars sure. equipment on, and yeah, that's it. Yeah. But I love them. They're also very um, straightforward. It's black and white. It's if, yeah. then, do this. Yeah, yeah. And the logic of it, yeah. I could follow way yeah. better than the warm and fuzzy yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah, which yeah. is sometimes, you, you can't please everybody. No. Also and, you know, go. you can be the warmest, fuzziest person. They're yeah. like, she was not, you know, yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. But can't Excel wait. doesn't But Excel, do no. <laughs> you hit no. hyperlink it goes. Yeah.
0: So, so uh, I had a... Uh, uh, breakfast with Sheila Robertson this morning Mm -hmm. and uh, we started talking just a little bit about this and both of us were talking about the fact that of all the amazing things that you learn in veterinary school one of the few things that at least in most vet schools that you actually do not learn how to do well is euthanasia Mm -hmm. and yet it is a common procedure Mm -hmm. and and because I think we don't really get good skills training in euthanasia you do see a lot of uh, I guess less than desirable um, habits or procedures carried out around habits it. Is a good word. Yeah. yeah, how about yeah, habits? Habits is good. Yeah, because people, you know, they the familiar familiar and they don't like to change. So, you know, things like um, thinking about what happens, at, you know, after the euthanasia then, then like physically what do you put the animal in and how do you move it from place to place? And what do, if a vet school teaches that like good on you, mm-hmm. but I think that's rare.
1: It's right, it's luckily they're now listening. So the University of Florida has now, for maybe five years, an end-of-life course elective. Wow. Elective. Well, but no. So, But still. Still. And, and the, the students that enter it are growing and growing every year. So so both Danny and I and Sheila get to be a part of that, wow. which is great. great. Can, can I say States one wasn't...
3: remark that mm-hmm. the elective word really gives me a creeps? That should be mandatory.
1: Oh, I know. That's, that's why. Way. That's why yes. I was like, "This case, mm-hmm. no matter what field you're in, yeah. you're going to be doing this." Yeah. And and um. Exactly.
0: So and if unless you're like a pathologist.
1: I know. Yeah. But maybe, still, but, maybe, but if but you're
0: still, a clinician of any kind.
1: Right. If right. Any kind. Yeah. So um, mm-hmm. I mean, there was some stuff that I went through that I'm like, "Why am I learning this?" Mm-hmm. And and I understand the importance of it. Like yeah. like okay, wow. I don't even. No, I don't even want to say this because I'm going to get like like. Hurt later, probably from yes. somebody who's in it. But like public health, I know it's so important, but like, but like the the statistics of it, and all, for a whole semester, I'm like, oh my god. Listen, mm. I know there's a couple people in this room that are gonna like are and over this. <laughs> not it, right? But anyway. Okay. So um, the point was. Oh, so Colorado State, I know, is a really good um, course on it, but yeah. not much. They're starting. Like they'll have Danny and I come in for an hour lecture yeah. with like pizza. And yes. um like, yes. that's, and then they're, everybody's just there yeah. for the pizza. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, and they're scared Cause they think it's going to be a very sad talk. And then they're like, oh my God, that was the best talk mm. ever. Oregon state has me come in for two hours, uh, during their communication. Mm. So at Florida, when I was there, um, we had a non veterinarian, I don't know what she was, a counselor, of some whatever her degree was. Yeah like helping us through this. And I'm like, she doesn't totally understand what it's like to push that plunger, you know, to talk to the owner about that. She knows they know a lot about grief post this, but explaining it, explaining the process and just all those logistics of habits. And, and we were taught so clinical on how to do it. Yeah. It is. You must have, I remember them saying you must have an indwelling catheter. Right. And I'm just like, yes, that is true. I can imagine it going bad without it. Like, this is what you think. And, we yeah. do things so differently. So what I the the veterinarians that I love that join us are uh, either mixed or did equine because really? they're on the road and yeah. they and like yeah. it's not in the clinical walls yeah. that everything is like right, t- t- procedural. Yes. And by right. the way, I'm a procedure freak. <clears throat> yeah. But also part of that is being flexible. Yeah. And thinking on your feet. So they're they're emergency vets because they're just like yeah. things are happening.
0: And They gotta go with it.
1: Go with it and either island, American students that went to the islands or, or international schools. Yeah. Really? Just, sure. It's their use, then it's just, things are different and, and they have to figure that out. And it yeah. might just be something as simple, as silly as driving on the other side of the street, but it's just changing the way they think and, and understand there's more than just what you're taught.
0: There's more than one way to do it. There's more
1: than one way to right. do it. Right, right. And, and so I love them. And yeah. they, they're they not the ones that struggle. But I'll go to lecture, and boy, you should see people getting all upset in their seats when I talk about sedating in front of an owner. Or, you know, use I use a butterfly catheter because it looks less clinical. And they are like, oh, what happens if it, you know, comes out? And I'm like, and you're so all your indwelling catheters always are perfect? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Every, first every time. Every first time, time, every time. Right. I'm like, because I am tell you right. Know, I'm good. right. So, yeah. this was an awesome session.
3: Thank you so much, Mary. I mean, I have laughed... Very hard. And we like learned. Topic and we learned. And learn. we learned. Yeah. Laugh mm. and learn. Yep. Oh, that's uh, a good title. I know. Like laugh that. and
0: learn. Oh, we're going to subtitle your, your podcast, okay. Laugh and Learn. Okay. Oh, I like laugh it. Cool. I like it. That's like wonderful. It. No, yeah. it has
3: been awesome. I think this is number one. Yeah. We have another one. And I can't wait.
0: Yeah. Stay tuned. Two weeks, tuned. Two weeks from now. Thank you. Will be there. You're
1: very welcome. Thank you. You're very welcome.
2: cat vet Susan. Dr. Urala Kerpenstein is a diplomate of the American and European College of Veterinary Surgeons and a big cat fan. His specialties range from surgical oncology and reconstruction to minimally invasive surgery. He is the author of two textbooks on basic and reconstructive surgery. Did you know he was allergic to cats? Yola works currently at Hills Pet Nutrition. You can follow him on social media with the handle at G-V-E-T-S-X.